Hey friends, and welcome to the Sexy Saturday Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Lemke, and here we will talk about everything from body confidence to sex, and maybe even get a little bit spicy. Let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Sexy Saturday Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and today we are joined by one of my Instagram friends, Janine McKinnon. Hi, Janine. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. So if anybody doesn't follow you, you are at Unapologetic Motherhood on Instagram. So I'm going to give underscore. I have an underscore too. It's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's at the end. <laughs> Got stuck with the underscore because somebody else took my handle. <laughs> So I'm going to give you the floor to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. All right. Uh, I'm Janine McKinnon. I am a content creator and community builder at Unapologetic Motherhood. Um, so with the underscore for Instagram, without <laughs> for Facebook and Pinterest, or just unapologeticmotherhood.com for the website. Um, I am all about empowering moms to live unapologetically themselves. And I do that through community connection and education for all sorts of topics, but especially all of those taboo ones that we really want to learn about and want to talk about, um, but need a safe space to do it. So I provide that safe space. And I live on the West Coast on Vancouver Island and have two very wild children (laughs) that are two and three and a half and husband and two dogs. And on your page, you do Mom Truth Mondays, which I like always make a point to show up for because I love them. So what are some kind of like recurring themes that you've maybe seen on your Mom Truth Mondays? Hmm. Recurring themes, a lot of exhaustion and burnout, which is very understandable given this marathon of fucking COVID that we've been dealing with forever and back to school season but that's a really big recurring theme that's just constantly popping out repeatedly throughout Mondays um, every Monday and throughout the day and it's just it's really showing me how much moms need to prioritize themselves because it's just it's so easy to get caught up in all the things work, school, schedules, household stuff. And we often put ourselves to the back burner and that's how we end up getting so fucking exhausted because we're just an autopilot doing all the things and kind of continuing on. But it really makes such a difference when you can step back, prioritize yourself, talk about things with your partner, with your support team, get help, unload some of those things off your plate. So you're not doing it all. We're not supposed to do it all. So stop doing it all. I feel this so hard today with the exhaustion and burnout piece, because as we're recording this, it's the Tuesday after Canadian Thanksgiving. And I'm like 99% done with everything by like 1030 this morning. My son was stomping his feet and yelling at me. So I picked up every toy that he had in the living room and put it away for the day. (laughs) And in that moment, I'm like, I am so fucking like, so fucking tired and just so done with today. 
and just need a break. So this is my like nice little break to chat with an adult and not a three-year-old. So you have been on like a body confidence and embracing your sexiness journey. So tell me a little bit about what that has looked like for you and kind of where that started. I'd say I've always kind of had confidence in who I am but not necessarily in the way my body looks. Like I remember growing up and like knowing I wasn't skinny and those kind of thoughts. I had parental influences that were very immersed in diet culture. And I think I kind of had an interesting different spin on it that it made me very resistant to it rather than sucking me into it. Um, so I think that was helpful. I didn't do a bunch of crash diets or anything like that, but I wasn't necessarily confident myself being constantly bombarded by messages of media and just our culture in general, um, that I'm not necessarily that cookie cutter type. And then with postpartum, of course, body changes. I actually lost a lot of the baby weight the first time around just because my son was colicky and very difficult. And with my anxiety, I would just walk for hours every day because it was the only way I could make him sleep. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I happened to lose the weight. And there's a lot of really nice comments around that, but really it wasn't necessarily something healthy or like a good, I wasn't being intentional about it. It was really because of my mental space not being good. Um, And then with my second baby body changed again. And I do find those changes are even greater the second time around, especially having two kids so close together. They're almost exactly 18 months apart. (laughs) Um, And I've slowly over COVID body weight has fluctuated, but I've come more into acceptance of who I am and I'm not necessarily bothered by the extra squish or anything like that. Um, And it's just kind of been a journey. I think the Instagram community has been really supportive and helping me with that because I am someone that's very cutthroat in terms of curating my feed to be positive messages. So if someone starts to make me feel shitty about myself, or if I feel that way from seeing their content, I cut them off, don't follow them. And I found that really helpful. And so following people like you and birds papaya and a bunch of other people that I could just list off has been really helpful in just helping embrace who I am and that I'm more than a body. I think that's been the big mindset shift for me is like your size isn't a defining factor of who you are. Uh, I don't need to not go to things or not wear things or hide away because of my body. Like my body helps me do everything that I do and I'm going to live life the way I want. And so I feel like that's really been a shift in the last year Um, with COVID definitely put on the COVID-15 and had roles that I hadn't had before. And that was probably kind of, I wouldn't say pit bottom. That's not the right word. (laughs) Um, You know what I'm saying? 
yeah. rock bottom. Rock bottom. Like a really bad rock bottom, but it was a bad negative spot in how I was thinking of my body and deliberately deciding to change that mindset um, has all really been over the last year. So, yeah, and I feel like that's okay. <laughs> Mine would be barking, but he is at work with my husband today. So. Nice. <laughs> Um, I feel like, like, I definitely thought I was on like a body confidence journey, like pre pandemic. And looking back, I think I was just making it all up. Um, and the pandemic like really forced me to like sit in my own discomfort with myself because we were like locked in our houses. Like, yeah, (laughs) we couldn't go anywhere. I was stuck with myself and I really like, I had to do the work that I was kind of like avoiding and just putting it on like a superficial level. And the pandemic, I think really, really forced me to just kind of sit with my discomfort with all of the things about myself that I didn't necessarily love or like, or was okay with at all. Yeah. It's been really great to have this extra time to really think and reflect and slow down. Yeah, for sure. So what tips would you have for other people who are listening, who are looking to kind of go on that journey of like embracing their sexiness? So many things. (laughs) (laughs) Get cutthroat about your feet, cut out everyone who is bringing negative energy. And even if they're your friends, like you don't have to necessarily unfollow or unfriend them, but you can make it so you're not seeing their content anymore. The mute button. Go there. Yeah. The mute button. Yeah. Um, So that's huge. We spend so much time on social media and we are in charge of what we see. We don't have to be pawns to the algorithm and all of that. Like obviously we somewhat are, but you're in charge of what you see for the most part. So cut out the negative shit. And then the other big one for me is get ready in a way that makes you feel good. Have clothes that fit your body now that make you feel good when you put them on. And that's going to look super different for everybody. We all have our different styles and tastes. Like it could be a killer pair of leggings that just makes your ass look great and a biggie t-shirt that makes you like feel comfy and have memories Or it can be a little bit more dressed up, but the really important thing is to take that time every single day to pour into yourself and to start your day feeling good about how you are. So I'd say those are like the really, really big ones that don't take that much time to put in, but can make a big difference. That's been a huge one for me too. And even just like, this is like such a a superficial thing, but I got my eyebrows done like permanent makeup and it like honestly even if I don't wear any makeup I just like I feel so much better about myself and I'm like Mm -hmm. I took the time and I had those appointments and I put the effort into it and now I just like get to enjoy it every day and it just like it makes me feel like myself yeah I love that and that's how it's different for everyone we all have those things but it really makes a difference for how we feel even in those crappy days Yeah. And how has your body confidence and sexiness journey changed your sex life? Even if you don't want to speak in terms of like with your partner, just like how has it changed it for you as an individual? I'd say it kind of go hand in hand. And we talked about this a little bit when we Mm -hmm. had an interview for my stuff and with being more confident in yourself, you can be more confident in the bedroom and have more pleasure that way. And 
when things are going great in the bedroom and you're having a good sex life, it helps you feel more confident in yourself too. And sometimes it takes really just kind of pushing and like being uncomfortable at first and the kind of fake it till you make it and trying those new uncomfortable things. But once you get things into momentum, both kind of help each other out. And it's like, hey, we do those great things. They like me how I am. I can be happy for how I am and other people's thoughts don't really matter. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what I was missing out on. Like, I didn't know that sex could actually be like just that like immense amount of pleasure when you actually just enjoy being in your body and are okay with everything that happens. I feel like that's a huge thing. And there's several little areas, but I really feel like you don't know what you're missing until you experience it. And that's something that's come up in conversations on Montreux Mondays and Pulse Thursdays where people say they're happy in a sexless marriage or like it's not that important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do all have different priorities um, and things that are important to us. But when you are really having that good pleasure all the time, like it pours into the other parts of your life too. And why wouldn't you want it? (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of like not knowing what you're missing out on, one of my favorite reels that you did was the reel with sex before cannabis and after Mm -hmm. cannabis. (laughs) So how has that changed things? I find cannabis really helps in so many areas of your life, I like to think of it as it quiets the noise in my head so I can mm-hmm. be more present in whatever it is. So relating to sex, it really helps kind of those other thoughts that can creep into your head, whether it's your random to-do list, because um, as moms, we always have lots going on or self-consciousness. It can help quiet that and really help you stay in the present moment and be in tune with each other. And it also makes things feel really good too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've just started like in the past few months, I've just started microdosing and like my husband really doesn't struggle with mental health issues at all. And like, he doesn't really understand it, but if I'm just microdosing, I'm like, the only way I can explain it is that I feel like a normal human. I'm just okay. And I'm me. And I feel like the way that I should be. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but I really feel like it helps a lot of people be their best selves. Um, Yeah. And it does, it does improve sex so much. Yeah. You know what? I'm really curious about trying some cannabis loop. (laughs) I've been hearing so many good things about it for the last few months. Yeah, me too. And I haven't tried it yet. And I have been like longing to try it. Well, when one of us tries, we need to fill the other. Yeah. (laughs) We just need to (laughs) get on that. Um, are there any like specific, like, obviously this isn't like medical advice at all. Um, just disclaimer, but are there any like specific like strains or anything that you find help more so with sex and arousal? You know, I haven't really noticed specific strains for that. Um, that's a really good question. Um, I tend to smoke. It'll generally be joints or the bong or the vape. Um, but it is kind of different blend because I prefer sativa during the day, but it has to be the right kind and daytime sex is great. (laughs) (laughs) At night, I like indica to help me fall asleep and it's great at nighttime too. 
I love Indica. I haven't tried a sativa yet that I like, that doesn't make me feel super anxious. That was my problem too. Um, I'm really nervous and resistant to trying sativas, but I've been slowly trying more. White Widow is one that's I absolutely love. That's what I keep going back to. It's my favorite. I think it is like a hybrid and they all really Mm -hmm. are hybrids at this point. Um, But yeah, I'd give that one a try. Yeah, I will have to try that one. I have um, heard a lot about and kind of want to explore for like a month is really taking the journaling intentional aspect of it. And that's Mm -hmm. where you can like record the different strains you have and any differences you notice. And when you're actually tracking it, it's a lot easier to go back and reflect because I can barely remember what I ate yesterday, let alone how a certain strain of weed made sex feel a week ago. For sure. And with the, like you said, with the daytime sex too, I feel like before I had really embarked on my like body confidence journey, like daytime sex was my biggest nightmare. I avoided it at all costs because there's no hiding your body during daytime sex. You can only get your room so dark unless you don't have a window, right? Yeah. So it's been nice to like actually enjoy that aspect of it, you know, when there's ever a time that we don't have two children around, which never happens, but <laughs> yeah, I'm all about movies and snacks and quick adult time. <laughs> yeah. So what advice do you have for people who are kind of looking to spice up their sex life? In terms of spicing things up, I say like cannabis, self-pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and having some conversations and sometimes it can be awkward. And one thing I've learned that can be a good way of having conversations is basing it around concept content you're consuming. So say, for example, this podcast, you can mention how you listen to it and cannabis and sex and talk about it that way. And I've had people in the um club with a different swinger one that was up, um, hearing about couples using that as a conversation piece to actually talk to their partners about it and see things that they want to do. Um, so it can be a good segue instead of just like randomly blurting things out. <laughs> And you have a good tip too with the car. <laughs> yeah, not looking at each other. It's great. The conversations are so much easier when you don't have to make eye contact with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Just takes that like little bit of like, like privacy almost into it, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Um, and you have posted some vibrators on Instagram as well. So I'm assuming this is fair game, but do you have any <laughs> toy recommendations? I'm all about bush. To be honest, I haven't like explored a huge repertoire, but I've loved the bush products I've tried. Yeah. Me too. The bush one, they're just, you can tell that there's like, there's so much intention behind them. The affirmations on them and like the rose gold plating, it just makes it feel like an experience. Yeah. Like it's really about like a feminine self-care, self-love tool. And this makes me feel so old saying this, but like they're ergonomic (laughs) too. Like the way that they're built curves, like how your hand does and how you would use it and all the little details. They're really nice and they work great too. (laughs) They do. And there's so much power behind them. You can tell like it's like a good quality vibrator. It has the power that like, I would say that like a wand would have, like it's very, very powerful. 
Yes, and I love reading their reviews. When <laughs> I actually ended up having a problem with mine, and after reading the reviews, I was like, okay, this is a problem. They fixed it. They're sending me a new one, which is amazing. Great customer service. But this one review is by a husband. It was like, got to tell you, man, I don't know what you're doing to my wife. It's great, but the battery power is amazing. She passed out. It's still going in the morning. <laughs> One day I like, I came home and I'm like, what is buzzing? I hear buzzing. I can't pinpoint where it's coming from. It's not a phone. Like I'm not getting a phone call. I'm like searching around our bedroom. My vibrator was under my bed and I can only assume that it had been going for like, and I hadn't even used it that morning. It must've just like dropped and somehow got turned on, but it must've been going all day because nobody was in the house. (laughs) This thing is just kept on trucking. Yeah got juice behind it. <laughs> and I know we talked about this um, when I did your interview as well, but PSA to not leave any metal objects around your magnetic vibrator chargers because mine almost set my house on fire just as a <laughs> FYI, don't throw your like loose coins in your charging station. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to give stories to the firefighters. <laughs> no. <laughs> the story of how my vibrator charger was smoking in my living room. It's fine. <laughs> the nickel attached to it. (laughs) So you have just launched the um, club. Mm -hmm. So tell me kind of what that looks like and how it's different from other online mom groups, which we all know are hell to be in. Yes. Uh, so the Unclub is something new. It's different. It is a safe space for moms to talk about all of those taboo subjects and to really dive deep into them. So every week has a different theme with an expert interview. And sometimes I have bonus ones as well to help round out the content and the theme. And so the idea behind it is you're paying to get access to these different experts being able to ask them the questions you want and have an actual credible person being able to answer you instead of just random information on the internet. And we have different discussions around the content. And so it's a really great way to have that community and to be constantly learning different things too. I love that. And I love that it's actual experts behind the posts and the comments Mm -hmm. and the replies, because there's nothing worse than like posting. It can honestly, I swear to you, be something about like snow suits in like a Facebook mom group. And somebody would ask if you had tried peppermint essential oil for a snow suit. I swear to you, that would be the response. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so judgment-free space, so there's no attacking or anything like that. We want to hear different opinions while always being respectful. And then, yeah, it's really diving into the topics with experts because in this age of misinformation and, like, I know we're both content creators, but, Mm -hmm. like, you can't just take people off the internet's word for it. Like you really need to dive in, do research, look at your sources. And so this is a way that I can actually bring those good, credible sources to people. Awesome. So how, if anybody wants to join, how do they go about joining it? 
Um, you can just head to the website, unapologeticmotherhood.com. There'll be a place to join the wait list or join, depending if doors are open or not. And you can also see the blog posts that are both for UnClub uh, members only, as well as other public ones. And there's a bunch of different resources on there too, including a mom's cannabis guide. Perfect. I love the cannabis guide. I downloaded it through your list. It's amazing. I learned so much from it. So much. So tell everybody where they can go and find you. And I will link everything in the show notes. All right. Well, Instagram is where I spend way too much time and is the best way to connect with me. (laughs) And that's at unapologeticmotherhood underscore. And then the website is just unapologeticmotherhood.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's always nice to talk. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really nice chatting with you. Well, friends, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you want to support the podcast, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and share it with your friends. I would love if you could share a screenshot of the show to your Instagram stories whenever you're listening. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at underscore Nicole Lemke. That's underscore N-I-C-O-L-E-L-E-M-K-E and at the Sexy Saturday podcast so that you don't miss out on any Sexy Saturdays. If you or someone you know wants to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email application to the Sexy Saturday podcast at gmail.com.